Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, your host, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 24, and today we're going to be talking about honoring God through praise. In fact, we're starting a series on honoring God. Now, I do have a very special surprise for all of you today. Angie is back with us on the podcast. And I am so excited to be here. Hi, everyone. All right. I'm glad you're back, Angie. The uh, podcast has been lacking without you. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Have any of you watched the news recently? Have you noticed that the world is in a state of chaos? We are being bombarded with reports of violence, corruption, depravity, and tragedy. One of the most frequently asked questions is why? Why is this happening? Over the next few weeks, we're going to explore one of the ingredients that leads to these problems in our world, in our culture, and in our individual lives. As we explore this topic, the focus will be on how to repair and prevent this downward spiral. So we're going to start off by reading Romans chapter 1, 20 through 28. And I know this is a little bit of a lengthy passage. That's why I had Angie read it. But don't, don't tune out here. Listen to this passage. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and exchanging the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Therefore God gave them over in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, that their bodies might be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions. For their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another. Men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which were not proper. Without going into great detail, I'd like to point out that this passage describes people's subtle rejection of God claiming to be wise, and yet exchanging what is good for what brings destruction. In their process of rejecting and exchanging, we also see that God hands them over three distinct times. Now, it is no mistake that God hands them over. 
you can actually study this passage, and what you see is a progressive pattern of them hardening their hearts and God handing them over. Go back to verse 21 for a minute and consider what the root cause is. Verse 21 says, For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks. Now, again, in previous podcasts, we have talked about giving thanks, and we may revisit that at some point, so we're not going to dive into it today. But today what we're doing is starting a a series on honoring God. In this series, we will look at what it means to honor Him and how we honor Him. So I want you to grab this. Honoring God transforms individual lives. Honoring God guards our hearts and our minds. Honoring God restores families, churches, communities, and cultures. So Dave, what does it mean to honor God? Well, the word honor is used in Romans 21. It means this, to make glorious, to put in an honorable position, to magnify, glorify, or praise, to acknowledge him, his attributes, his character, and what he has done. So if we want to honor God, we're going to be acknowledging him. We're going to acknowledge what he's done for us. We're going to give him that right position in our lives. Let's consider the act of praise for a minute. Praise is an outward expression that proclaims and acknowledges who God is and what he's done. Praise magnifies and glorifies God. This outward expression can take many different forms, such as singing, dancing, shouting, proclaiming, and even playing music. That all sounds like my department. Yes, very much, especially the shouting and dancing part. Yes, that's the best part. Praise is one of the first human reactions when we choose to honor Him and acknowledge God. In Luke 17, we read about Jesus healing the ten lepers, and yet only one returns to honor God. This is what the scripture says. Well, in Luke 17, 15 through 16, it says, Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him, and he was a Samaritan. So this individual made a choice to honor God and to give thanks. This was an intentional choice that he turned back to glorify God. And it says, with a loud voice. I like that part. So I want you to hear me for a minute. And I'm going to try not to offend you if you're one of those people who are very quiet. But praise is expressive. And there's no other way around it. Praise is is loud. Praise is just in every way expressive. So praise causes us to shout, to dance, to raise our hands, to sing, and to rejoice. King David even danced before the Lord. I love what Psalm 149 says in verse 1 through 3. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of the godly ones. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. Let them sing praises to him with timbrel and lyre. 
again, there is, I want everybody to remember there's a difference between praise and worship. And praise, while it is very expressive, worship can be way more quiet and way more pensive. But the praise side of it is, is pretty much always expressive because we're declaring God's goodness in our lives. I was at a college ministry recently, and they welcomed people by standing on their chairs and shouting. When they praise and worship, it's expressive. I had an awesome time there because they were so expressive. I mean, they loved the Lord, and they were going to let you know it. If you can contain your praise, there's one of two things happening. You have either yet to truly experience the overwhelming, overwhelming, power and love and presence of God, or you've made a choice to withhold the honor and glory due the King of Kings. And that is a dangerous place, according to Romans chapter 1. See, the fear of man, among other things, can keep us from praising and honoring God. What will people think? What will people say? People will think I'm crazy or a religious nut. Those are the kind of things that come into our head. And if you struggle with that, then you really have to look at this fear of man issue because it will hold you back and keep you from honoring God. Now, Dave, in Proverbs 29, 25, it says the fear of man brings a snare. That's right. And you know who uses a snare? The fowler. Or the hunter, yeah. Exactly. And that's that's how it describes our enemy. So if you've never listened to my teaching on snares and traps and pits and all of that, you might want to tune into that. But um, the snare is a trap. And if we fall into the fear of man, we're trapped by that fear. The heart that desires to honor God cares more about glorifying God than what people think. And praise acknowledges God's goodness. It draws attention to his character, his attributes, and it glorifies him. Praise helps us to put God in his rightful position in our lives, families, and in our culture. So when we're looking at one of the problems in our culture and the downward spiral that's happening, it's because people don't glorify God. Praise is one of the most immediate ways we can honor God. And over the next few weeks, we'll be looking at additional and deeper ways that we can honor God in our lives, in our families, and in our culture. Let me close with this question for you to think about. Are you expressively praising God in your daily life as a way of honoring Him as God? Now think about that, because it's really a great question to ponder on a daily basis. Am I honoring God? Am I praising God in my daily life, in my daily routine? Not just at church or you know when there's an occasion that's special, but every day, throughout the day, with your work, with your kids. So thanks for joining us today, and we'll be back. And again, this is going to be a series on how to honor God. And so you don't want to miss these because these are really good, practical ways that we can honor God. It was nice to join you today. Do you think she'll be back? Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. All right. God bless everybody.